Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, Chapter 1, Christian Comes to Mount Sinai. So Christian turned out of the way to follow the road to Mr. Legality's house for help. But when he came near the hill, it seemed very high, and the cliff next to him appeared to extend out over the road. Christian was afraid to venture any closer, lest the cliff should fall on him. There he stood, not knowing what to do. His burden seemed heavier now than before. Also, flashes of fire came out of the hill, which made him sweat and tremble. He was sorry he had taken Mr. Worldly Wise Man's advice. Rejoined by Evangelist. Then he saw Evangelist coming toward him, and he felt ashamed. Evangelist had a very stern look and began to reprove him. What are you doing here, Christian? Christian did not know what to say. He was speechless. Then said Evangelist, Are you not the man I found crying outside the wall of the city of destruction? Yes, sir, I must confess I, I am. Did I not direct you to go to the wicked gate? Yes, brother, you did. Now is it then that you have so soon turned aside? For you are now far out of the way. Christian said, well, as soon as I had gone out of the slew of despond, I met someone who led me to believe that I would find a gentleman in the village on the far side of the hill who could remove my burden. Evangelist, whom did you meet and what kind of person was he? He seemed like an honest man and he reasoned much with me and at last persuaded me to take his advice. So I came here, but when I saw this threatening hill jutting out over the road and sending forth fire and smoke, I stopped for fear I should perish. Evangelist, what did the man say to you? Christian responded. He asked me where I was going and I told him. And what did he say then? He said I should throw off my burden at once. I told him that it was a relief I wanted, and I said, I'm going, therefore, to a certain little gate for further instruction on how to find the place of deliverance. And he said he would show me a better way, a way not so full of difficulty as the way in which you had directed me. And since I had fallen into the slew of despond, I was inclined to listen to his counsel, for he said, this way will lead you to a gentleman's house who has skill in relieving people of their burdens. Since I realized I had gotten no relief in the way I was traveling, but rather more trouble, I believed him and turned out of the way into this way, thinking I might soon find deliverance. But when I came to this hill and saw how dangerous it would be to go on, I stopped for fear of losing my life. Now I do not know what to do. Then said Evangelist, wait just a moment that I may give you the word of God. Christian stood trembling under his burden. Then Evangelist said to him, see that you refuse not him that speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him that spoke on earth, much less shall we escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. He also said, now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Evangelist then applied the words by saying, you are a man running into trouble. You have begun to reject the counsel of the most high and to draw back your feet from the way of peace, almost to the hazarding of your soul. Then Christian fell at his feet, 
Woe am I, for I am undone. Evangelist took him by the right hand, saying, All manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. Be not faithless, but believing. Then Christian revived and stood before Evangelist. Evangelist now said, Now give me more earnest heed to the things I tell you. I will show you who it was that misled you and also who it was to whom he sent you. The man who met you on the plain is one Mr. Worldly Wise Man. He is rightly so named because he is wise in the wisdom of this world, but knows nothing about the life to come. And because he loves the doctrine of this world best, for it shields him from the cross. Therefore, he always goes to the town of morality to church. Because he is carnally minded, he seeks to pervert the truth of your book. Now, there are three things in this man's counsel you must utterly abhor. One, his turning you out of the right way. Two, his laboring to render the cross odious. Three, and his setting your feet in the way that leads to death. 